0: Do those in the sex industry really want to be there? Real Life starts now.
1: Welcome to Real Life
0: with Evangelists Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems
1: find answers in a real God.
0: Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Lay, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist On Lay.
1: Later in the show, you'll hear from Kate Waddell with Cherished LA Ministry, who will talk about how she helps people out of the sex industry.
0: Mm. You know, when it comes to the sex industry, I remember when I was a teenager and I would see some of my friends saying, hey, let's go work at the strip clubs. You should join us. And I had two friends who did that. And they're like, you make so much money. Mm. But for me, I could never imagine doing that. But I think it comes to a point where people really want to make money and they think it's quick, easy money, but then they go further than they ever wanted to. It's kind of like a drug. They try it out and they go deeper and deeper. And I saw my friend do that. She started stripping at the strip clubs and then ended up doing drugs and going further into it and never got out of it thinking it would get her further, but it got her deeper into a pit.
1: I think people think is a choice and maybe initially at first, but it sounds like it ends up becoming like a pit Mm -hmm. and becoming a pit of despair quick. Right. And you know, sometimes we think we have the freedom to make these choices, but so often these types of things can cause bondage and slavery. Yeah. But good news is in John chapter eight, verses thirty-six, it says, So if the sun sets you free. You will be free indeed. Mm -hmm. That means that those who find themselves in the sex industry can get freedom. Mm -hmm. They can get freedom from the addictions, from the drug addictions, from that lifestyle, from the easy way to get money. Mm -hmm. And there can be freedom that happens across the land because honestly, I think people who even are customers of the sex industry they think, well, you know, I'm helping someone to make money. Mm. Yes, it's for me, but then there's, you know, that thinking. They that is, ha- Yeah, it. they justify it. Like I'm helping someone, but no, it's not. It's bondage. And the good news is that Jesus Christ has the power mm-hmm. to set the captive free.
0: And whatever we're chasing is our God. So if we're chasing love and we're seeking it in men or money, whatever that is, that becomes our God. But like the scripture says, The Son can set people free. That's Jesus. So if you're in bondage, call out to Jesus. He can set you free. And we're going to find out more from Kate Waddell right here after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us is Kate Waddell, and she is the president of Cherished LA Ministry, and she's sharing with us how she's helping women out of the sex industry. And let's welcome to the show, Kate. Thanks for being with us.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Now, I understand that this subject is near and dear to your heart because you actually were in the sex industry for many years, more than you imagined or ever thought. You originally were just getting into it, doing stripping and ended up being sex traffic, pimped out, and just went through a lot of things and had drugs to help you through all of this. Tell me about that.
2: Yes. So for 10 years plus, I was in the commercial sex industry. And now I reached out to women. God used my story, brought me out of literally the pit of hell, going through having a pimp, being beat up, going to a women's prison. Just so many stories within that 10 years of that lifestyle that I thought was just going to be for a few minutes, a couple of weeks so that I could get ahead because I came out here to get into the entertainment business, the music industry specifically in Hollywood and fell into this lifestyle and it was quicksand.
0: Hmm. Wow. I mean, I just think about how many young women do that, where they go to Hollywood to get their break, you know, or even New York and they're like, I'm going to make it big. I'm going to be famous. And then they need money. So they end up, you know, in the sex industry, hoping that someone will notice them. You even met famous people and serviced them in that regard. And yet, you know, you were still empty and unfulfilled, even when you got a small break. But through all of this, you really just got to a place of brokenness, called out to Jesus, received Him in your heart and said, I need help. And on your 30th birthday, you went into the strip club and your eyes were open and you're like, what am I doing here? And, you know, it's a realization. And once you have that, you can't do it anymore. Tell me a little bit about the women that are in this industry. Is it something that they're enjoying? Is it something that they feel like it's their calling?
2: Well, I think one thing we do know, the statistic is very high for women who are in the commercial sex industry. There's a direct correlation to early childhood sexual abuse. Mm. My personal experience of the women I know, and I know a lot of women coming out of this industry, I would say probably 98, 99% were all sexually abused as children. Wow, That's oh. the first thing. So when women do say to me, you know, Hey, I'm in it because I want to be, or this is empowering. I get that because I thought that for a while too. It's how I made it through the day. And there is some truth to it. I'm going to choose who's going to touch me. I'm going to control how you see me. And I'm going to be in charge this time, not someone else. Mm. And so there is a way of empowerment in that taking back. But if it truly were empowering, we wouldn't see such high rates of trauma and PTSD and suicide. More women in the commercial sex industry are raped than anyone else because people think because they're in this industry that it's fair game. I've even had officers tell me, you know, well, you're in the industry. What do you expect? Wow. Oh, I expect to be treated like a human being, a woman that gets to make those choices.
0: Mm. Oh, that's so sad, which leads us to a place on your 30th birthday and your eyes were open. You gave up being a stripper in the sex industry and you said a prayer. And through that prayer, something was birthed. Tell me about the prayer and what was birthed in this ministry you have now.
2: So on my 30th birthday, I was in the club and I went back just after being in prison. I thought I'm going to run back in here, make some quick money and I'll never do it again. The same old lie I would tell myself, but thank God this time it was for real. I had said the prayer too many times, Lord, I need you. And I really meant it this time. And so when I went in, it's as if the scales really fell off my eyes. I saw everything for what it really was. Mm. And I just thought, what am I doing in this place? I can't even believe that my life has come to this. This is not what I planned as a little girl to do with my life. Mm. And I walked out the door, not knowing where I was going to go, what the next day would hold, but I did pray And as I looked back, thinking of all those women I left behind, I thought, God, please use me. If you can ever use me, I don't know how you would do it, but I want to be used to reach these women, to pull them out of this lifestyle.
0: Mm. And now you have a ministry called Cherished LA, and you're doing just that. Tell me what you guys do and how you're helping women.
2: So we have a residential program. We have like four pillars. We have our outreach, which we do go back into the strip clubs and let girls know that we're here. We have a support group that we invite them to come to. We also work with the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department and with the Human Trafficking Bureau. And so the DA's offices often call us if they have a girl that they feel like would fit our program We offer employment in our social enterprise. We make organic bath and body products. It's how we teach the women a job skill and how they can begin to earn an income and learn how to run businesses and how to make money. And so they can come and live in our program for two years while going to classes, going back to school. And we're very trauma-informed, so we really focus on the trauma that they've all endured. And, you know, we want to help them walk out those pieces. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: That is so good. And you also help reach people in these strip clubs. You've got outreach. And this is totally free. They don't have to pay to be there, actually. They can go there and go through this program. And a lot of them are going back to school and doing great things.
2: And some are even working in our offices now while they're doing that. So it's great because then they get to be a leader for the other girls that are coming through. So it's just amazing to see.
1: Well, you know, it's so amazing because really just to have that place to live for free, that really helps people to get away from the industry. Is that right? And that's what you offer in your place. Is that correct?
2: Right. I created Cherish to be everything that I needed. I needed a place to live. And to get on my feet, I needed therapy. I needed somebody to sit with me that could process what I had been doing and all the trauma that I was suffering and the PTSD I was going through. I needed a job. And what was I going to put on my resume? You know, I needed something that I could put on a resume. We don't take any government funding. So we do offer this to the women for two years. We only operate by donors. And, you know, there are months when I go, really, God, is this what we're doing? But he always just blesses us and shows up. And it's just amazing to see people's hearts that will get involved and partner with us. And I'm just so grateful.
0: That's so beautiful. We so appreciate what you're doing out there, Kate. And the good news is you're willing to train other ministries in different states if they're able to get you and your team out there, or they can fly out to you and get people trained to do the very thing you're doing to help women out of the sex industry and have a place of hope and a home. And so if people want to hear more about your testimony, also about this ministry or even donate, who can they reach? How can they get a hold of you guys?
2: So they can go to our website, which is cherishedla.org. And there's all kinds of information on there. They can get in touch with us. Our phone number is on there. If they would like to set up a training or if they would like to come to one of our trainings and volunteer and work with us, we have a training for that as well.
0: That is so wonderful. Again, that's cherishedla.org. And we're speaking with Kate Waddell and what a beautiful testimony and ministry that she has. Kate, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate you. God bless you. Thank you.
1: You know, this is the type of ministry that really breathes the heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. If you look in the Bible, Mary Magdalene and people who were really trapped in their lives, Jesus came, set them free, they became passionate followers of him. Mm-hmm. And this is a ministry that if you're praying about one to support, or you're praying about who do I need to get involved with, take the time, investigate, find out, and may the Lord bless you in your decisions of giving mm-hmm. and volunteering, yes. or, or even just praying for this ministry. Yes, Father God, we thank you for ministries like this. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're transforming the lives of those who are caught up in the sex industry. Father, we're praying, Lord God, for a further advance, a yes. further advance of of the light into the darkness, God. Bringing light even now for girls who are dancing in clubs and in the sex industry. Father, we just pray for a light to break forth. Jesus, that the light of God would come forth and penetrate hearts so that people would turn to you. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name.
0: Amen. God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.